Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Today I'm talking to Sam Govindin. Welcome, Sam. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Hello. I, <laughs> I love, I don't know, I get excited because you're in France, which means that we are about six hours apart. Right, yeah, six hours ahead of me. Um, and I just love that it's even possible to do this at all. Like just the fact mm -hmm. that we can have a conversation halfway around the world or third of the way around the world. So that combined with my general excitement about getting to talk to people. As much as I would love to do this in French, <laughs> which I think you would prefer, but I'm not that good. So before we pressed record, we were talking about a little bit about movement. We were talking a little bit about dance and we, we just kind of have a little... I call it like the single serving size conversation just to see how how we work together and how we get along. And I think I want to start by asking you about um, your movement in general is very free, very much um, like you made a comment. I read an on Instagram about you're very mindful and focused of the music when you're dancing, but then you made a very self-aware question does that mean that I'm really flowing if I'm really still focusing on the beat? Like that struck me as a very self-aware thing to be mindful of. Like if, if I'm paying attention, am I really free and in the moment? <laughs> I guess the question I want to ask is when you're, when you're moving, um, you know, just generally moving for parkour or, or dancing, I saw you do some really cool things about sliding on a railing, you know, which just struck me as a fun little movement when you're moving. Uh, and when you think about your movement, what's like your biggest fear? And I don't mean like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to break my ankle. I mean, like, what is it that drives you? Like, what is something that you want to never see happen with your movement? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> never asked myself that question. Uh, my biggest fear, I think that would be to get to a point when I'm only focus on performances and like on competition or something like this because I think that's the furthest thing I'm I'm going to mm. I'm going towards and I think the worst thing I've seen into athletes and into people moving is just to get to a point when you just hurt yourself because of competitions or because of the the will to just uh, go further into some mm. direction even if your body is not uh, is not ready for it at the moment or just like tired or something and you just push through and you don't care about it and you don't listen to yourself so i guess to me that would be the worst to get to some state when i just hurt myself because i'm looking for something that mm. doesn't that isn't right and i feel like i would never go that way <laughs> but that would be I, I guess the worst thing that happened because i feel like it's the most frustrating thing to get to a point when you just damage yourself with the thing you do the most and you love the most doing, I think yeah. that might be really frustrating for many people. So yeah, I guess that would be the worst thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I would, I I would agree. I would, like, yeah, that, would, that would suck. No, that was, that's an awesome answer. Remember, you don't have to answer my questions. <laughs> you can take one look at my question and turn left for all I care. I love just to, to me, a good question is one that gives someone the chance to share something it, it, mm -hmm. it isn't to me a good question isn't something that like finds a secret or yeah, yeah. you know challenges you like just to like make you suffer like I, I really enjoy when i can see like 
um, ah, I can see the, I can see Sam. Everybody else only gets to listen. But when I can see that you really, really enjoyed sharing the thought, like I don't want to say like let's talk about mm -hmm. fear because it's scary, but it, I can see that that's a that the topic of you know that you were describing is important to you, and it makes me wonder what do you do to um, to recover or recharge your your movement that I've seen, both little bits of dance that I've seen and crazy dive Kongs. Like I've seen you do things that are spectacular, but yet you don't ever seem to be in a hurry. And I love, that's like my favorite kind of movement. When I see somebody like, you know, smooth is, uh, how does that work? <clears throat> Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase. And I see your movement as like, it's very fast and flowing, but it doesn't look hurried. And it always seems to me like, well, if you're not hurrying, then that me that tells me you're not tired. When I get tired, then I tend to hurry. And I'm just wondering, how do you keep your energy levels up? Maybe I'm completely misreading how tired you are, actually. But how do you how do you keep your energy levels up? And and what do you do? I would say self care. What do you do for self care to recharge? Well, I would say that I'm not always having a high energy to do things, but I'm listening to myself enough to do the things that I'm able to do with like more power on the days when I'm just feeling good about it. So it's more, it's not really like I'm doing things that makes me feel uh, at the perfect or the highest level all the time. I just try to adapt as much as possible, depending on how I feel, how I slept. Uh, the way I ate or the way I feel emotionally also that day and all the different parameters that influenced uh, my energy on that day. Mm. And then I try to adapt to this to have the movement that will fit the best with this energy. Uh, and sometimes when I feel tired, that does the moment when I actually feel in the session, if I'm feeling like my reflexes are not fast enough and mm. I'm not really able to catch myself properly if I fall, for example, I feel that I'm really like too tired because I feel like my brain is not reacting as fast as it should mm. or as fast as it, as it could. And those days I feel, okay, I need to be careful because if something happens, then I'm not going to be able to catch myself as good as possible. And, but otherwise, yeah, I, I, I tend to take a lot of time to do things. Um, not with the tries I'm making, but in my mind, like I'm not doing so many tries on some challenges, mm. uh, but I'm trying to be really focused and to take my time to visualize things properly, to breathe, to calm down, to concentrate. Yeah. Like, uh, so I can do the move in my mind first, and then I try to do it as well uh, for real. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm really barely ever frustrated or angry at something uh, even if i don't make the jump because i'm always enjoying the process and i think i never come out of the session feeling bad about it or feeling angry or feeling like oh that was a bad day or something like this because i don't have any goal when i go out to move i just want to move and to enjoy it if it works and if i do a lot of new things it's cool if i don't do a lot of new things but i still enjoy the moment with myself or with other people it's nice as well but I'm not looking, I, I don't have so much expectations. And because of that, I can just enjoy most of the things even better, I think, hmm. uh, and stay calm about it. I think that's a beautiful way to, a beautiful way to be just generally, let alone when <laughs> movement is your, you know, repas de jour. Um, what do you, th um, sorry, 
do you recall where you got that mindset from? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that's unusual. Maybe there is more people in movement practices with that mindset, but in the general world of people, that's not a common mindset to have that level of sensitivity and self-awareness. Do you recall where you got that from or has it always been there for you as a tool? Well, I can't really say anything precisely that influenced that, but I remember there was one thing uh, when I was doing basketball, when I was younger, I, in the first classes, I was, uh, I hurt my thumb with the, with the ball. Mm. And I remember asking the coach, like saying, oh, like, sorry, I just hurt myself. And I don't know, I just, I just told it because for me, it was just meaningful to talk about it. And the coach just answered me, you have another hand and you have another thumb, so just use it or something like this. And so it was like, you need to just adapt yourself, even if you hurt yourself, to just be good and to stay in the team and to do what you have to do. And I remember this really good because I felt like, what the fuck am I doing here and why am I doing this? And this is not what I want to do. And I felt like I didn't belong to this. I felt like there was something off. And I remember when I started parkour, there was this thing when I could just, yeah, be with, with some new friends because there, I was not really friend with the people I, I started to be with. I was, mm. I was seeing them, but I was not like a real friend. So it was like the beginning of a new friendship somehow. And also some new way to approach movements when I could do whatever I wanted to do. And I think from that moment, this freedom of being able to do it was maybe the, the point where I felt like I found something that I was looking for, even if at the time I wasn't able to put any words in that. Hmm. And I guess I was still after this since the beginning of looking for something that is like, feels good and works good with me without the need to compete or to be better or to be like better than overs or stuff like this or comparing or yeah to be like something that is like more quiet more calm and i think it's come from a yeah from a while and always been kind of calm in my whole life in general as well so i guess it also influences that hmm. yeah and then it just evolved even more with the time to the point when i feel like uh, yeah being calm helps a lot to deal with movements and also there was an article, I don't remember who wrote this, about composure and to be, yeah, to try to find the quietness within movement and try to calm down even, even more when you do something instead, instead of like rushing and getting into anger or something like this. Uh, and I think the more I was looking for these kind of sensations, the more it was fueling what i was already doing in the in the right way so i would just keep on doing this more and more and i also try to smile um like every time i do a jump before i'm smiling a lot right. and i try i try to do this first just as like some kind of challenge to try to smile while i was doing a movement which is really <laughs> difficult and then i just try to smile before doing some challenges and i was realizing that when you smile it also, uh, even if it's intentional, then you smile also even more uh, un unconsciously. And so I was trying to just do this more often, like intentionally. And now I'm just doing it like uh, all the time. Hmm. Every time I'm ready, it's also like a signal. Like some people say three to one before going, for example. And for me, I just like, when I feel calm enough, I smile and I've, I'm like, okay, let's go. And I'm, hmm. I know it's the right moment. 
So it's also a sign somehow now. That's a beautiful way to, that's twice I've used that adjective. That's a beautiful way to approach gauging and being ready to say like, yeah, I'm ready when I'm able to smile. I love that. Uh, <laughs> do you, um, you mentioned, uh, I think if I remember, you mentioned new friends and I'm going to jump on the train and say, yeah, I recall when I started doing parkour here in the States uh, and I started meeting these new people who, who were like half my age, there was an opportunity there for me to be intentional about how I was going to be when I went, you know, to the place that we were training at that day. And I'm wondering if when you started doing parkour, if there was any conscious thought about who you wanted to be seen as, or if you were able to simply show up as who you already were. I'm just like wondering what that experience of, of how starting parkour changed you and how if it changed you, how that was because of the chance to be somebody new with new people? Um, well, I was 15 when I started, so I think I was not so much into thinking of like who I am and mm -hmm. how I'm behaving and stuff. But I would definitely some changes into the way I behave because before that, I was feeling much more introvert and much more... I feel like the people I was hanging with at school were just like people in some group of people. I was like accepting me in the group, but without being friends together somehow. And so I many times not really understanding why I was spending some time with these people. And then when I started parkour, there was much more meaning to be with the people I was with. And so I was just like being myself more just because there was more meaning, like more sense to be there. And so, yeah, it felt like I could be myself, do what I wanted to do, uh, and also exchange with people with more depth and more meaning and start to do also more things with these friends mm -hmm. and like, yeah, spend some time out of poker as well and spend some more time also at school with them and have some real connection. Uh, that was really not the case when I was like with the other people I was with before. And also it was also interesting to confront with the fact that we are in the street doing some stuff in front of random people passing by. And so I have to face that. And I was pretty fine with that. And I always I feel like I've always been pretty fine with that. Uh, without really caring so much about what people think because we're just enjoying the moment and mm. that's what matters the most. And so I think it also helped a lot to still respect what's happening in people around, but not really care too much about what they think about me and what I'm doing. And the fun, funny part of this is that with dance, I really don't have the same thing. It's, it's been really difficult for me to dance outside for a really long time. Uh, when I was alone, I was dancing sometimes with friends, but if I was alone, I was always looking for spots when there is no one to dance. Hmm. And I was always judging myself differently. Uh, I don't really know why, because my skills with parkour were not like that good in the beginning, of course. And so it's not something that is only related to skills. But I don't know. I was more judgmental about my skills and my abilities uh, when I started to dance outside and to dance in more public spaces or to dance in front of my friends. Because I feel like maybe there were some high expectations of what I what I can do, for example. Sometimes people ask me, like, are, 
can you dance or stuff like this? And I was always really shy and I didn't really want to dance in front of people or in front of my friends. But if he was just doing a jump, I could do it really easily because I feel like the expectations from people were really different also on that. Hmm. Mm, yeah, I don't know. That's super interesting. Do you think that... Um... Oh, so many. <laughs> I'm not stuck for things to talk about. It's just so many different things that I'm watching my stopwatch run. Do you think that, uh, let, let me go into a completely different direction just because like the time is running out. Um, is there something that's currently challenging you? Um, and it could be with movement or it could be with dance. Um, I'm not fishing for, you know, personal problems, but I'm just wondering like, what is the thing that you know, what's like on your mind when you went to sleep and then you wake up and it's still a question that you're trying to resolve, you know, in your, in somehow in your movement space. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can well, say, I guess this thing, this thing you were talking about earlier about my dance and about what I was about the freedom into mm -hmm. movement and the consciousness like because within within dance i'm trying to get away from the technicality and the performances as well and just to be mm. doing whatever uh, my body wants to do and somehow to let my body flow a bit more and just like go into unexpected movements and directions because in the moment i feel like i'm not really choosing exactly what's happening and it goes sometimes I don't know, it feels like one part of my body is influencing another one and the music is influencing everything. And then it just comes with my whole body moving in a way that I didn't expect and I cannot reproduce the same way a second time. Mm. Um, and it, in this way, I feel like I'm losing control and like letting myself go. But as I was saying, as I'm still like focusing on the music and the rhythm and everything, am I really letting myself go completely? And this thought was about uh, following the music because dance is always related to the music and all, I've been thinking about uh, influenced by some of a, of a guy dancing what will happen if you just dance without music and different way you would be dancing if you're not influenced by the rhythm and if you just dance with your own rhythm if you just switch the rhythm whenever you want and stuff like this maybe the freedom will be even different and the, the way you lose control also even different but yeah I don't know um i think that's a great answer <laughs> that's yeah. a great answer um I'm, I'm just watching the sands run through the hourglass um what's your instagram handle i know what it is but give it to us some ultima uh yeah there is an underscore before and after but mm -hmm. if you type some ultima i guess you find it you'll get there yes and i i think you'll have no trouble at all finding lots of instagram photos and videos which um i have been hinting at and i think people would be interested in watching those, especially after hearing your thoughts. Um, I'm just going to say, and of course, the final question is three words to describe your practice. Um, I would say maybe lightness. I'm always looking for lightness into my movements, uh, into the way I approach the challenges. I think it also comes back to what we were saying before about the composure and stuff. Mm. Uh, creativity and happiness. <laughs> uh, 
I say it's a lot, but those are three really good words. I like lightness. That's a great concept to connect to one's own movement or, you know, for everybody in general, if one can move with lightness, that's awesome. Um, Sam, as much as I hate to say it, thanks so much for taking the time today, but I like to try and keep these short. This doesn't have to be our only conversation. Uh, so thank you so very much. Thank you too. It was nice. <laughs>